Welcome back, welcome back. It is time for the week 14 preview show. Al's going to be joining me as always. I can't wait for it. I'm excited for week 14. Some really, really big, important games. The playoffs are really taking shape, and this NFL season is already somehow winding down. But let's get to the show. Okay, it is time for our Week 14 preview. These two podcasts are so fun every single week. Al, how you doing? Great, man, great. I can't wait to start a new week after the Eagles got smoked by the Niners. And uh, uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about with uh, quarterbacks as well. Yeah, go. Why don't you why don't you go ahead and start with that? Uh, you did some research regarding what we were talking about last week, and uh, what what did you find? Okay, so now I think we both agree that quarterback rating is an imperfect system. Um, yep. But I think we also agree it's the only one out there, so we kind of have to use it. I think it's the best way to at least try and track this in some way and then we can debate it the minutia if we want to right right so okay here's the interesting stat and i'll give you the overall and then we can break it down this is based on the fact that i thought that quarterback play is is as you know as worse as as it's ever been and you think it's as best as it's ever been yes i'm glad you said that because maybe not everybody heard our, our discussion about this last week and that all came from old uh Old, uh, old, the uh, like Tom Brady, who has now turned into one of the two old dudes in the rafters on the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and three weeks out of the league is now thinks everybody sucks. So, uh, um, so yeah. So here's the. I'll, I'll give you the overall stat, and then we can break it down. Some. Here's a pretty dramatic stat. You ready for this? All right. In, in the year 2000. The, <laughs> which wait, are you a Conan O'Brien fan? I like Conan O'Brien. Sure. Did you ever remember their old skit back in the day? In the year 2000. <laughs> I'm not sure if I remember that I'm, one. I'm going deep on that one, dude. That's Anybody that ever watched the first five years of Conan knows what I'm talking about, and I'll drop it right there. <laughs> so I love Conan, though. He's great. I do, too, man. Yeah, anybody that wrote on The Simpsons is cool with me. So, <laughs> In SNL. At, uh, the, two of the greatest things you could ever possibly write for. If he also did Family Guy, he would have the holy triumvirate of funny things of the last 30 years. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So here's the dramatic stat, and then we'll dive into the, the specifics. All right. In the year 2000, there were eight quarterbacks who had a quarterback rating of 90 or better. Okay. Now, and that the closest person outside of that zone was Doug Flutie at 86.5. All right. Now, in the year 2023, there are currently 17 quarterbacks with a rating over 90. And the, the, there are three quarterbacks that are higher than Flutie out on the outside looking in at 90. That is Derek Carr, who I think we would both agree is a good quarterback, at 89.4. Geno Smith at 89.1. And Matt Stafford at 87.3. And I take any one of those three to lead my team. Um, now, <laughs> it's a pretty pretty big indictment on, on the old school quarterbacks just on the surface. Now, go ahead and yes. tell me what you think just hearing that, those numbers. Well, I don't, I don't know how much, how much would you say of the game has changed since then? Well, this is absolutely, of, absolutely. In terms of favoring the quarterback and also the philosophy of the league in terms of quarterbacks. No doubt about it. However, if you're going to say, Tom Brady, that the quarterbacking stinks today, then it's hard to, it's hard to, back that up by following it with 17 quarterbacks that have a 90 or above quarter rating and then 20 that are 87.3 or above. You know what I mean? So whether the rules changed or not, and they did, you know, they, they hardly call it, you know, pass interference is, is not what it was in the year 2000. Um, you can't certainly can't hit the quarterbacks like you did in the year 2000, but all that being said, you know, that leads to better quarterback play, which is the exact opposite of the point Brady was trying to make. Yeah, but I still think it's worse. I don't even, to be honest, to be honest, because I was, you know, I watch a lot of football now. I watch a lot of football in the year 2000. To be honest, I don't think it's close. 
<laughs> yeah, and but I think now it's way better, better back then because I, you know what it is. I should, I should, I should preface it all by by saying there's a lot of injuries right now for, at the quarterback position, and we're getting exposed to a lot of backup quarterbacks that are bad. Yeah, well, and I'll say this: Jake Browning has a better quarterback than Steve McNair. A <laughs> better quarterback rating than Steve McNair. Right, but but Steve McNair or Jake Browning. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's an interesting thing. And then, uh, um, it's it's also here's the other thing. Um, can you give me the list of those seventeen? I know that we don't. We're gonna get in the weeds a little bit. But oh no, no, I got it ready. Yeah, yeah. So. Just rip them off. We don't have to talk about them. I'll just rip them right off. Cool, cool. So you got Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott. Uh, I'm not counting Jake Browning because he's only thrown for 649 yards so far. I'm, I only went. I only went um, as low as a thousand yards thrown um, for both years. So uh, then we continue with uh, Tua, Kirk Cousins, C.J. Stroud, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Jared Goff. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. I have to scroll to the next page. Bear with me just a sec. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Joe Burrow, and oh, and Jordan Love, and Baker Mayfield. Um, and then the three that I mentioned that are just right outside of that are uh, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, and Andy Dalton. Now, of that, of that list, Mm-hmm. What was Steve McNair in 2000? Was he on the list? Steve McNair had a quarterback rating of 77. Okay, was- would you, on that list, who would you take Steve, would you take Steve McNair over any of them? Mm. I would take Steve McNair over a lot of them. I'm trying to think who I would. It's interesting because it's so it's tough to compare, man. Because a guy like Stephen Nair would be so much better now, the way they coach court. Yeah, you know, but but you can't recreate his whole career. And that year, he sucked, dude. Like he was awful. He had, I forgot how bad some of his years were. I started looking at his yeah. stats, and I listen. I love Stephen Nair. I think he's the toughest quarterback I ever watched play football. Um, but look at this year, and you can't give him a good year on any measure in this season. He threw right, right. He threw for 2,800 yards. He played 15 of 16 games and threw for less than 3,000 yards. Now, that's Jeff Fisher in large part, too, but it is what it is. Um, he, he completed 62% of his passes, which isn't awful in that era. Um, but he threw for 15 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. So, no matter what you think of Steve McNair, awful freaking year. And I'd still take him over probably about half that list. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who I wouldn't take him over. Well, I wouldn't take him over Hurts. I wouldn't take him over, um, obviously, Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes, obviously. I, I, you know you know who's giving me pause on who I might take him over? Who's that? Josh Allen. Ooh. I, I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. I mean, even in, even in Josh Allen's worst year, which might be this year, he doesn't. He didn't. He's not throwing as many picks as Steve, and uh, and still has a lot more more upside. I don't know. That's a tough one. I I, I couldn't do it. But I get you. I get I'd the case. Take, I, I would get take Burrow over him. I would take Burrow over him. Yeah, I would take. Uh, here's. I, uh, I would take probably Jordan Love over him. Jordan Love shouldn't be on the list. He doesn't qualify, in my opinion. How do you mean? Well, he. It's only. I don't know. He. I, I would not put. Like you didn't include. Uh, what's his face there? Browning. Love. I mean, I know he's been playing all year, but he was really bad. He's only been good for a few weeks. Yeah, but it averages out to what it is: twenty-two touchdowns, ten interceptions, sixty-one percent completion percentage. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I that he. It's so early in in his career as far as playing that I I, w- I would have a hard time. I think I'd probably go with McNair over him because of the known quantity. Him? Uh, uh, no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. That one's a tough one. The easiest one to me would be Justin Fields. I would definitely take McNair over Justin Fields. I would take him over Fields. I would take him over, uh, what's-his-face in Tampa there, Mayfield. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. I would take him, and I would take him over. Obviously, uh, for me, love. Um, I don't know. There's probably there's there's got, and we're talking about a guy that's not on the, the list of the ninety percent and higher from that era. Why don't you go to those guys? Do you have those guys? Yep, yep, yeah. There's uh. Now here's the interesting thing. You know who led the? And here's here's a, here's a, this is a case in point too of uh, at where this doesn't add, uh, add up to exactly what you think it would because the number one quarterback in quarterback rating that year, and I wouldn't take him over anybody on that list I just read in 2023 is Brian Greasy. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't take him. Well, maybe Mayfield, maybe Fields, but. Yeah, he'd be very he'd be very hard pressed to go over any of those. Guys. I'd take Fields over him in a heartbeat, and you could make a case for Mayfield. That's the one guy you could make a case for. Um, and then number two, Trent Green. Okay, I like Trent Green. Uh, he's probably in the same area as McNair. I would take him over a few guys, but not a lot. But you know what, too, he. I think he's a little bit underrated throughout history. Like he actually was a pretty good quarterback. And they were really banking on him when the Rams uh, became the greatest show on turf with with Warner. Before before Warner got there, he was the backup because they had all their eggs in the basket of Trent Green. And every because I, I remember I you know I was watching it and I was still playing fantasy even then, and I remember being excited about getting him like in a draft. I'm like, oh man, he's going to have a huge year. I was psyched to have Trent Green. I think he's underrated. I like Trent Green a lot. Yeah, Trent Green had a nice run of um, about one, two. He had four pretty darn good good years. Actually, you could even give him a fifth year earlier with Washington that led to him getting so. Shot. So yeah, it's, it's probably the same as McNair in terms of who I'm going to take him over in that range, anyway. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue that. Um, let's see, where was that take us to? Then you got Kurt Warner. I take him over almost everybody. Yeah, Kurt Warner in his prime was as good as it gets to me. Yep. Um, Dante Culpepper. He's a tough one, dude, because he had really. He's a tough one because he was so bad afterwards. But when he was great, he was really great. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, are we going to put Daryl Monica on this list too? Like, you know, the Mad Bomber from the Raiders who had like one great season, like. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because he had one incredible year that stands up to anybody's career, uh, year in the history of quarterbacking, and he had a lot of really bad years. So I, he's a he's an anomaly, man. He's a tough one to, to figure. Um, Jeff Garcia. I love Jeff Garcia. I do too. I do too. And he had one of his best years here: thirty-one touchdowns, ten picks. He's a he's a he's a he was a really good player. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not taking Jeff Garcia over the top five or six guys. I'm not taking him over Mahomes or Jalen Hurts uh, or Dak Prescott, but I would put him over a few more people than I would. Put I'm, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to think in my mind. A lot of the guys in the '90s were still there, and they're not, and that's kind of what I was thinking more along the lines of. Right on. Right on. And I'm we. Thinking, I'm thinking. The end of Dan Marino's career. I'm thinking Aikman. I'm thinking Young, who I'm taking over every single one of them. <laughs> All three of them. All three of them over every single one of them. No, I love Steve Young. I love Steve Young. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. I mean, listen. Maybe I mean, are the you gonna... homes would be over. Oh, also, you know, at that time, Favre. Yeah, Favre. Well, Favre is on this list. Here's 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 what's funny. <laughs> and this is I was looking at Favre's stats. For his career, they're insane, and I don't mean in a good way. Like in in, they're, they're crazy. He leads the league in interceptions all time, right? He it's yeah. I mean, I think he still does. I'm pretty sure about that. I'd have to look it up to confirm, but I'm pretty sure you're right about that. This season, twenty touchdowns, sixteen interceptions. <laughs> you know, it's wild, man. It's wild. He had one year where he threw thirty six touchdowns and twenty interceptions. You know, like. When I when I compared Josh Allen to him earlier this year, it wasn't fair because Josh Allen doesn't turn it over anything like that. Even even though he does turn it over, he's still not in right. farm land. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Talk about a gunslinger. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting, man. Like uh, I don't know. It's um, 
there's nothing conclusive to be drawn here because it's uh, you're comparing across errors, which is difficult to do. But right, statistically, okay. well, I will say I will say this area holds up a lot better. But I think also another thing too that I and I already alluded to this: the fact that we get a lot of backups that are so bad and it's just not like like there's games that I would just like like the. Um, the um, you know like New England and the Jet like they're just not even watchable. They are not NFL quarterbacks. It's horrible. Yeah, but that's always happened. Man. Listen, you could have in 1999, you could have watched um, a, a a Doug Peterson led Eagles team go against the Tim Couch led Cleveland Browns. So, but I, I think I think those guys are better than than like the worst of their time. Doug Peterson is not better than anybody. He's better than Josh than than Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's debatable, dude. I'll Mac pull up Jones. Doug Peterson's stats. They are not good. <laughs> He's better than Mac Jones and, and Zappy. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I bet I, is Tim Couch? Probably. I don't know. He probably is better now. Both of those guys <laughs> have lasted longer in the league than Tim Couch did. Yeah, but whose fault is it? well? That there's another in, indictment actually on the fact that they're so bad and yet they're still finding NFL teams because the quarterback market is so is not good. The quarterbacks that are they're, if they're, you're that bad and you can still play on an NFL team, that shows you how desperate these teams are, and the desperation comes from the fact there's not a lot of good ones to go around. Well, I, I don't think you can make that case perfectly because the um, the the reason they're sticking with Zach they stick with Zach Wilson so long is because they invested so much draft capital and money into him. Right. They, well, yes, they they're, they're being stubborn. They could have no they could have addressed that in the offseason. They they did address it in the offseason, Actually, they got Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Right. But they but as soon as he got hurt, they should have had a veteran in there the next week. You know, I agree. I mean, we've both been saying that since since week one, so. and that's uh, that's on them. And they and the only reason why they stuck with him last year was just because of that stubbornness that we're going to stick with Zach Wilson, even though Mike White, even though uh, what's his face, is it Mike White? Mike White, what doing? Who, who are we talking about? I'm sorry. Uh, White, the quarterback for the Jets, that was better than oh Wilson yeah yeah did. that's down in Miami now I think right or somewhere yeah 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 and he he was much better but the. They draft, you know, they had too much draft capital in Wilson to admit that, that it was a failure. So they got they got rid of Will, uh, got rid of White. As, if he was the backup, they would be at a, they would be all right right now. I think. Hey, I agree. I agree. They'd be a lot better off. That's for sure. Now, to because I can't let the Doug Peterson thing slide. <laughs> Here's <laughs> he only played two seasons where he uh, he started more than one game. Okay, and that was Philly in '99 and Cleveland in 2000. In Philly, he completed 52% of his passes for 1,026 or 1,276 yards, seven touchdowns, nine interceptions. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Then, you know what? He got even worse. And I would take Zach Wilson (laughs) over this. He got, he played 11 games for Cleveland the next year, threw for 1,047 yards. His completion win percentage did go up to 55%. So give him some credit there. Two touchdowns, eight interceptions. Take take a look at uh, Mac Jones, Zappy, and and Zach Wilson. Ooh, let's see. I think Peters. I think Peterson's better than all three of them. Yeah. Mac Jones. Or Mac Boyle, Jones. Mac Jones' leaked, career stats will be better just based on his rookie season than Doug Peterson. He actually played pretty well his rookie season. Right, Mac Jones did. Let's see here. Come on, Mac Jones stats. I'm going to take Mac Jones over Peterson for sure, just based on stats. But let's see if I'm right. Well, what about this year's stats? Oh yeah, this week these stats are bad, but are they as bad as uh, 55%, two touchdowns, eight interceptions? Let's find out. I can't see it being much better. He also had to do fumbles lost because Zach Wilson has lost a ton of fumbles. I think he's lost six. That's a hard stat to find. I'd have to go deep on that. Yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry about that. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Mac Jones, first year starter, 67% completion percentage, 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. I think you can end the debate right there. Now, let's go to Bailey Zappi. And this year, by the way, 
10 touchdowns, 12 picks, 65%. Still ends the debate as far as I'm concerned. Right? No, see, that's not – no, not for me. I don't think that's – that's that. I, I, I still think that's horrible. Well, is it worse than two touchdowns and eight interceptions and 55% completion percentage? Not well, if we're doing one – I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I Let's, let's do so career. Bad. Let's do career. Mac Jones, 66% completion percentage. 46. Yeah, but completion percentage doesn't mean anything for me. It, I, I'm not a big complete. I know you love it. You're you're on it a lot. I'm not. I don't think it's that. Uh, I'm not as big, nearly as big on completion percentage. Well, then we can, end, we, can end, we can end the debate right here because that's, I mean, I don't even know where to go from there. I mean, what's that does mean something to you? Uh, touchdowns to interceptions. Okay. Mac Jones, 46 to 36 in his career. Doug Peterson, 12 to 19. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he's just. I, I still probably would take Peter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there's no stat I'm gonna find that's gonna win you over there, but it's pretty clear statistically. Whether and then if you have a feeling you want to go with Peterson, I get that, but no, no stat backs it up. What do you got for Zappy? Let's find Zappy. Zappy, man, I don't know how many even passes he's thrown in his career. Let's see. Oh, that's college. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, Bailey Zappi. Uh, okay, he's only started three games. He's played in nine. He is 62% completion percentage, 1,080 yards, uh, five touchdowns, five interceptions. Not a big sample. What about this year? Uh, this year, 50% completion percentage. Uh Zero touchdowns, two interceptions, thrown for 300 yards. He has played in five games, started one. 300 yards in five games. Well, that because that's that Belichick thing where he keeps yanking Mac Jones in the last drive of the game. Yeah. Through, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to make a that's, case. That, that's probably Peterson level. Yeah, that, that is pretty much dead even as far as I'm concerned. That's how low you have to yeah. go to get to the Doug Peterson level. And he was a starting quarterback in the league for two years back in the ni- in 99 yeah. and 2000. Yeah. So who was the other one we were talking about? It was Mac Jones and oh, uh, Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Let's see how Zach stacks up. Cause I'm not going to try and make a case Zach Wilson is a good quarterback, but I, I could make a case he's better than Doug Peterson. <laughs> He, his numbers probably will back him up. Back that up. Let's see, because neither of them are going to be pretty, honestly. No, no. Let's see. Okay, here we go. So should I? Uh, uh, let's do this season first, and then we'll do career. Sure. Okay. So this season, Zach Wilson, fifty-nine percent completion percentage, threw for just under two thousand yards, nineteen forty-four in ten games played, nine games started. Uh, okay. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Okay. Now that's pretty freaking ugly. Still doesn't top two and eight. <laughs> now what about the? It doesn't have fumbles lost, huh? Oh, here it does. This one does. Okay. So he's uh, nine fumbles, five lost. Gee, that's a lot. That's insane. Now I don't have anything to compare it to. Let me see if it shows Doug Peterson's fumbles. I mean, regardless, for the the amount he's played, that's a lot. Oh, that's Nine huge. Fumbles. Well, and, and it does compare favorable. This this puts Peterson in a favorable light for sure because he only fumbled the ball, fumbled the ball four times in his entire career. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Yeah, Zach Wilson has zero pocket presence, so when he gets hit, he usually drops it. Yeah, for sure, man. No, I'm I, I'm with you there. No, Zach Wilson is a turnover machine. So now let's just give him. Let's get make it turnovers. And uh, Zach Wilson has six touchdowns, 12 turnovers this year. Okay. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Still not quite as bad as two and eight, I got to say. <laughs> True. Both pathetic, though, I will say. That they are on the level. They are on the, uh, they are on the same level for sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's three of your worst quarterbacks in the league, and they compare. I would clearly personally take Mac Jones over uh, Doug Peterson. The other two, you can make a case. All right. Oh, did I lose you? I, I, oh, I, uh, got you, I got you. That was very interesting. 
Very interesting, very, right? Very I don't think there's anything. Yes. Like, neither of us can be like, mic drop, I'm right. You know what I mean? But it's, it's uh, some interesting yeah, stuff. No, I, I definitely see it a little differently now. But I, I again, I do have to. Uh, that is, and it's totally on me because I agree to the year 2000. I think I was thinking the wrong time frame. I was thinking now that I'm thinking about it more, it, it should have been more like 1993 or something or 94 in that range. Uh, but we're not going to get into this again. We're, we're going on almost a half hour. We haven't got, got to our, our picks yet. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. That was fun. But I do, I do love the discussion. I Definitely. do too. I love it, man. That was fun. Yeah, and we can revisit this from time to time here and there maybe. And uh, sure, if we think sure. it's a fun angle or something. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Week 14, baby. Here we go. All right. All right, you take it home. Um, the little, I'm going to pull back the curtain just a little bit here. I meant to mention this off air, but it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Your your picks that you give, the, um, your picks and your score, mm-hmm. can you get them to me afterwards, either text or call me and, and again and so I can write them down because I can't write them down because I'm driving. Oh, sure, man. No problem. And no I always problem. like to keep track of what you say, what you pick as well. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. Absolutely. All right. Let's, let's roll. Okay. So Thursday night, we got a, an ugly Thursday nighter that you couldn't pay me to watch. Pats at Steelers. No interest. <laughs> My God, this is going to be bad, but Pittsburgh's at home. I got a low-scoring game because that's not what New England does. They can't score at all. I guess their defense is decent. Uh, and so is Pittsburgh. So I'm going to say 13-6. to six. <laughs> Oh, shit. You know, With the Trubitsky-led Steelers. <laughs> That's so awesome, man. You know what's really funny? We haven't uh, we haven't done this for a minute. I have picked the Steelers 13 to 6. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, once once again, if it is 13 to 6, we got to play the lottery. 100%. 136, 631. Yep. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> wow. Either Fantastic. that or that's how many pounds of bologna we have to get. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. All right, man. I don't have anything else to say on that one. Other than, oh, uh, we should mention that uh, Trubisky is going to be starting this game. Uh, you mentioned it in the other one, but just uh, we didn't do it in this one yet. So um, I just said, yeah, I just said Trubisky led Steelers. Oh, my bad. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I apparently had an aneurysm. Sorry. <laughs> all good. All good. All right. Let's, let's move on from that crap game. Nice. All right, Sunday games, the 1 o'clock slate, Texans at Jets to start it off. Okay. Uh, The Jets can't score. They don't even know who the quarterback is. Um, I don't know if you heard the story come out uh, earlier today that Zach Wilson apparently doesn't want to play. Oh, no, what? Yeah, apparently there's a – Rumor that got out that he he doesn't want to he doesn't want to play. What the hell? <laughs> and Jets fans just want him cut right now, but instead they cut Boyle. Yes, right, which I did see. But I don't know. Apparently, there's some little murkiness with this though, because Salah came on and said uh, the kid what he wants to play he came to my office and told me he wants to play, but everybody thinks that he said that and then realized. That's a really bad look. And then he went into the office and told me he wanted to play. Wow, dude. That's crazy. I didn't think things could get any worse for Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't want to play, then then what are you doing on well, the field? Well, like, you shouldn't be there. All he has to do is wait another year or two. Or he'll never have another shot in the league again. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, if he goes out there and balls out and throws for 300 yards, he might actually be able to latch on to a team next year. Exactly. As of now, nobody's going to bring – I mean, somebody – the best case scenario for Zach Wilson is somebody takes a flyer and lets him have a shot to win the backup quarterback position. That's the best yeah, case and, scenario. Or on the practice squad. Yep, exactly. Like exactly. Yep, totally with you. Yep. Totally with you. Yep, yep. All right, so what do you what do you think about this one then? Um, I have Houston 21 to 6. Okay. Okay. Wow, fascinating. Now, I didn't 
do this exact like the last one, but the point differential is the same. I'm going Texans 24 to 9. All right. All right. That, that works. That, that, that's cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this is a big one for the Texans just to show that they can win a game they're supposed to win when they're in the playoff hunt. Other, other than that, right. you know, I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, and the Jets can't score, so. A hundred percent agree. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, now we go to the Rams at the Ravens. Rams, Ravens. Okay, I have – okay, now the Rams – Kind of opened my eyes a little bit last week with their uh, point explosion, but I got to think it's going to end here. I have Baltimore, though, winning a very tight one, and you're going to see that as a theme as we continue on here. I have a lot of close games. This is another one uh, based solely on the Rams playing so well last week, um, but Baltimore's at home. They're still the better team, in my opinion. 26-23 Baltimore. 26-23. Okay, yeah, no, that's and and I like that you're giving uh the Rams some some credit there cuz uh yes. they really are playing well, man. And by the way, they are the first team on the bubble out of the playoff mix ahead of Seattle now after this week. Wow, wow. They're, okay. They're both 6 and 6, but the Rams have the tiebreaker. How about that? Um nice. okay, so yeah, I am uh I'm think the Rams are still the uh, I'm sorry the Ravens are clearly the better team even though I do like the Rams a lot relative to where they were a few weeks ago anyway um but I still think the Ravens are the better team and I also like it in a semi-close one 27-21 Ravens there you go yeah we're, we're, we're lockstep there no doubt no doubt all right now in another one that would be hard to get me to watch uh Panthers at Saints yeah I don't have a lot of uh, – yeah, I have no interest in watching this. Um, <laughs> I said Carolina might be playing a little better, but they're on the road. Um, New Orleans is not good. I don't really like them either. But, you know, somebody's got to win this game. And uh, I'm going on the uh, the fact that Carolina is probably the worst team. New Orleans is not quite the worst team, and they're at home. But another tight one, New Orleans wins – 19 to 17 and i give that that close based on the fact that i do think caroline is playing a little better okay fair enough i like it i like it um now i did not see and i'm going to check on in a hurry here i should have thought of this while you were talking um Derek carr went down hard in that game last week uh yes, he did yeah he uh he was in the concussion protocol they're also checking him for a rib injury uh it looks like nothing definitive is out yet yeah, um, but if Winston's in there, I'll still take them. Yeah, I'm Winston with you. I'm with you. The only thing it would change is my score. I'm just going to air it up. Yeah, it would only change my score, and I'm not going to get nitpicky about that. So uh, um, I, I'm going to pick the Saints a little bigger. Uh, I'm going to go Saints 23-6. to six. Uh, I think you're, you're on to something about the Panthers. Maybe I'm off there. Maybe I should give them a little more credit this week, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go Saints 23-6. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, that's cool. All right. Uh Real interesting one here. The Colts at the Bengals. And we just talked about that AFC playoff picture. The Colts are currently in. The Bengals are currently out. This is a huge game at the bottom of the AFC playoff picture. Right. But now Jake Browning has arrived. Boom. And uh, they're at home. Double boom. Double boom. (laughs) 24 to 20 Bengals. Triple boom. <laughs> I love it. Boom, Bengals boom, boom. Gonna do it. They're going to they're gonna knock them off. They're going to do it, I think. I love it, dude. The triple boomer. I like it. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I really like what I saw Jake Browning in week one. It took a couple weeks, and it really kicked in this week. Um, and uh, the Colts, who I, I'm, I'm – even though I'm picking against them here, I'm root, I, I kind of root for them because I like Minshew Mania and all that, so – these are two teams, yeah. uh, two of non-my teams that I like a lot. and uh, um, But I think the Bengals are going to win. I really like what I saw from Jake Browning. They're at home. The Colts have won a lot of games they maybe shouldn't have, have won this year. And I think their luck runs out this week. So uh, Bengals, 28-24. to 24. Yeah, another close one. Yeah, 24-20 for me. So just just one after another after another of close games. No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, 
<laughs> and let's continue that theme with the Bucks at the Falcons. Yeah, um, Tampa Bay has been playing pretty decent all year. We gave them, uh, we kind of buried them, and then, and then they they kind of started falling off quite a bit. And we were thinking they were going to really, really sink, but they kind of righted the ship. They kind of, they you know, they they're definitely not a. I don't think they're a playoff team or anything like that, and they're not very good to be honest. But uh, they're back to playing like they were at the beginning of the year. They're kind of feisty. And they're 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 knocking off bad teams and Atlanta really really disappointed me last week. They look like garbage against the Jets. I know they're at home and they need this and they're in first place, but I'm actually I guess this is a semi upset. I'm going Tampa Bay twenty to seventeen. Ooh, I like it. Okay. All right. Good one. Um another close one though, twenty to seventeen. Wow, okay, yeah. And I I, I... I can't fault you there at all. I'm going the other way. I'm going Falcons just because they're at home. Two very mediocre teams in the most – one of the worst divisions I remember in football ever. Yep. Um, yep. And you know, the Falcons did look awful against the Jets, but they did they did pull it out. They look awful in every game. There's not one game they look good in ever. You know, that's just the way they, yeah. they play. So I'm I'm hoping that awfulness can uh, translate to another win here. And uh, in the most awful of score selections, I'm going 13 to nine Falcons. Yeah, it's just it's I think it's going to be pretty terrible. Um, Tampa Bay finds a way against some so, certain teams sometimes, though. Um, we they, we were really burying them at the beginning. They proved us wrong, and then they then they started proving us right. And we every week we're saying they're going to they're starting to become what we thought they were. And then all of a sudden they're back to play, being kind of feisty again. Yes. No. Absolutely, man. No. They've been, they they surprised the heck out of me this year, just being somewhat competitive. Yep. They really did. All right. All right, man. Cool. Now then we go to another. This is a fun one. Uh, Jags at Browns. Well, it would be fun, but now it's not. Yeah. Well, the Flacco led Browns are not quite as fun as they were a few weeks ago. And what's his face is quarterbacking for Jacksonville. Oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. C.J. Beathard. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cleveland's at home. Jacksonville's reeling. I, I my my Jacksonville and AFC Championship game is going to be is in dire straits now. I don't know how they're going to you know what what their schedule is, but I I got them. I don't think they're going to win any of these games that are really really close. I have Cleveland winning this game. 21 to 20, ju- just on the fact of Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be there. 21 to 20, another ridiculously tight game. Cleveland's at home. I'm going with them. Love it. Okay, man. This is great. Well, we're going to have a couple differences this week. That's cool. Um, I'm going Jags, and I'm going large part because I liked what I saw from C.J. Beathard. Uh, was that just last night? Was that Monday night or yeah? Um, yeah. I didn't mind what I saw from him, um, and I think they're the Jags are a good enough team to beat the Flacco-led Browns, even on the road, with a backup quarterback. Um, I think we'll see a crap ton of ATN in that game. and uh, um, That's fine by me. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so uh, fantasy, fantasy darling for me. Oh, no doubt, man. And you got to love his usage. Holy mackerel, he's getting the ball. Nobody thought he was going get, to get the ball like that when he came out of college. Nobody. Yeah. Um, and I love seeing it. I love when the experts are proven wrong and the guy shows he can handle it. I love it. So um, I'm going to go Jags here on the road, 21-13. Nice, nice. All right. We got some differences. Yeah, I like it, man. That's two already, right? Yep. Cool. That's good. Okay. Now, this game is much more interesting than I thought it would have been a few weeks ago. Lions at Bears. Okay. Lions at Bears. All right. Well, I keep picking them, but I got. I'm going to keep picking them. Detroit's just a better team. Uh, the Bears. This is a division game. The Bears find a way against team again. I like. I can totally see this game going right down to the wire. Mm-hmm. I... Uh, you, you know, division game. Like I said, the Bears are feisty. The Bears pull out some of these games sometimes. I don't think they're going to. But I do think it's going to be a hell of a fight and a good game. 
in another ridiculously close game, 23-20 Detroit. Right on, right on. I... But, but, real quick. Yeah, but please. My upset pick, I don't know if your upset pick has already come, but my upset pick is Chicago. Ooh, okay. Like it. Craig's upset pick of the week. Um, That's interesting because, listen, I'm picking the Lions too, but I did it with – I really thought about picking the Bears in this game because the Lions have been on a weird roll the last few weeks. You know, yeah, that's another that's another thing I didn't mention that I should have. I'm not loving everything I'm I'm seeing from the Lions right now, too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little disturbing. You know what I mean? Like I'm not ready to to um fold up the ten on the Lions or anything, but I'm not confidently picking them on the road right now either, even though I am picking them. So uh I'm gonna make it a close one like you did, twenty seven to twenty three. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see I you know. I, I could even see Chicago possibly even pulling out. That's why I have them on as the upset. Has your upset pick already – have we already done that game? Uh, no. No. Okay, so when we do it, you can just say that's the upset. Right on. Right on. Perfect. I will. All right, good. I will. Right. Um, Let's see. Where does that leave us? Okay, sorry. Here, I lost my track. Here we go. Now, yeah, no worries. potential game of the week, maybe – um, Seahawks at 49ers. Yeah, uh, Seattle, I mean, they've needed the last two games and fell on their face on both of them. And now the competition's probably even more stiff and they're on the road. I know it's a division game and I actually know sometimes Seattle, you know, will, will pull this game off because I remember when the Rams were were really good even when you know just recently with Stafford and they went to the Super Bowl I still remember Seattle gave them fits and uh I think beat them both times they played that year I think you're right about that I think you're right about that they can get up to the competition especially in their own division and they need this need this need this and I was right last week that Dallas was going to get their best and uh luckily Dallas was able to withstand it um this is going to probably bury Seattle, and I think it's not going to be as close. I got San Francisco. They're just on such a roll. I don't know how you can pick against them against anybody at this point. So I got San Francisco with a pretty comfortable win, 35-21. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I'm laughing because check this out. My score is 34-20. to 20. <laughs> Wow! Isn't that wild, man? That is something else. But yeah, one point. I'm with you on all your logic. I am 100. percent Like the uh, the the Hawks are man, and they 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 have to win this game. But they're not, I, I just don't see how. Um, the Niners are playing yep. so freaking well right now. I couldn't pick. Uh, you know, it'd be hard for me to pick the 85 Bears to beat them right now. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, I'm going Niners. Like I said, 34-20, and uh, this puts a real hurting. On the old Seahawks playoff chances. Yeah, that, this might bury them, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And th- the sad thing is, I still think they're they're actually a pretty good team. I agree. Like I said in the last episode, man, they are on the precipice of becoming the dreaded best team to not make the playoffs. Yep. And deserve it way more than whoever wins the South, by the way. Oh, 100%, man. I would take them, uh, if they played any one of those teams 10 times, I'd take them 8 times out of 10 against all of them. <laughs> yep. Totally agree. Yep. All right, man. Now let move. That takes us to Vikings at Raiders, and I haven't heard anything about whether Josh Dobbs is still the quarterback or not. Have you? I have not because they were on a bye, so they, they've kind of been out of the news. Um, I don't know. Um, I've kind of been thinking he actually is still going to be the quarterback, but that's just my own inclination. I haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the the Raiders at all. I, I, you know, I they're kind of also a little showing a little bit of fight here and there, but for the most part, no, you know, I'm good with the Raiders, and um, I'm going Minnesota, assuming that it's Dobbs, um, twenty six sixteen, and I'm still gonna pick Minnesota even if it's not Dobbs. Probably adjust my score, but I'm not gonna worry about that. Um, Dobbs or no Dobbs, Minnesota over 
the Raiders on the road. They need this game. And uh, I think they're going to get it because they're, they're just a better team than the Raiders, in my opinion. Right on, right on. Um, here's the, the, no, the no news news about um, the quarterback situation is they're going to announce the starter tomorrow. All right. Well, I mean, if that ain't if that's going to change your pick, then no, no, go ahead. But if not, no, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the same thing no matter what. And I'm gonna this is gonna be my biggest surprise of the week probably. I'm picking the Raiders here. Um, nice. Yeah, the Raiders, and this is our third different game, which is kind of cool. Uh, yes. Now the 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 one the one thing that's gone uh, pretty unnoticed here um, is that Aiden O'Connell has played kind of well. I mean his. Uh, He's had he's thrown some picks, so his overall stats don't look super impressive. But he's I don't know whether it's how they're coaching or if it's a stamina thing, but he is starting games unbelievably well. He has started some games 9 of 10, 11 of 13, um, things like that. And then they just uh, then it falls apart a little bit in the second half. So um, but I, I don't like what I saw out of the Vikings in the last game at all. And it's not just Dobbs. So uh, I'm going to take the Raiders here in a mild upset, uh, 24-19. Nice. I like it. We're going to have at least four four uh, differences. Right. Let's see if we can get, get up to five. Love it. But probably, I don't know. Definitely four, though, because we're at three now. Yeah, right on. Right on. All right. Now, in this, I said potential game of the week earlier. There's two coming up that'll make a, a, a better case. First of which is the last four o'clock game, Bills at Chiefs. Yeah, and I, it's like uh, the old girlfriend you know, you can't quit. <laughs> uh, I can't quit Kansas City. They're at home, and I think I've said this now for about four or five weeks in a row. They've got to get better. They've got to figure this out and play better. They've got to. And I'm picking them to do so. 27 to 20, Kansas City over Buffalo. Part of the reason is because Buffalo has really uh, soured in, for, for me as well. So if, if they were playing Buffalo at their peak, I probably would pick Buffalo or another team playing well. But Buffalo, I don't think – I mean, I know they fired their offensive coordinator and they're playing a little better since then. But overall – I'm not impressed with Buffalo at all this year. Um, this should have been an excellent possible game of the year, game of the week type of a situation. And now it's two teams that haven't played as good as you, everybody thought. But one, you know, one is at home, and uh, I'm expecting Kansas City to to finally get it going a little bit. And uh, yeah, 27-20, another pretty close game. Yeah, this is a this is a big one for both teams. Um... You know, the Bills are on the outside of the playoffs looking in. Uh, the Chiefs have uh, shown to be incredibly human this year. Uh, I just can't see the Chiefs losing two games in a row against uh, team uh, anybody, really, honestly. But the, Don't they have that stupid record, too, like of, of uh, games after losses, like wins after losses? Haven't they won something, I forgot, some astronomical number of games after they lose one. You're right about that, man. I saw that too. I don't remember the number, but yeah, you're right. I don't remember the number, but it is, it is a big number. Andy Reid teams have a lot of funky stats like that. The bye week thing, you know, Andy yep. Reid's been maybe the best coach in the history of the NFL coming off of buys. I don't know where that stat stands at this point, but at one point he was for sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you're right about that. And, uh, uh, I just don't see them losing uh, with uh, everything they have on the line right now. They're in danger of falling out of contention for the number one seed with another loss or two. So um, yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking taking them in a tight one, man. Twenty three, twenty one. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. I, I want to watch this one for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, now here's the one we're both waiting for: Sunday night, Eagles at Cowboys. Isn't don't we have one more? Oh shit! Did I miss one? Bro, oh, did I skip Broncos to Chargers? Yeah. Sorry, man. Let's do that first. I got all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> all right, Broncos to Chargers. You take. It. I hate the Chargers. Denver twenty four fourteen. Right on. Right on. And I'm going to take the Broncos twenty eight twenty. And but this is my upset pick. Oh, nice. Because nice. it makes no sense. 
so I'm doing it. Right. You're charging, <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, I should expand a little bit on it. Denver's playing a lot better. I know they they lost a tough one, but I still love their trajectory. Yeah. I expect them to, to uh, you know, fix what needs to be to be fixed against a deeply flawed but talented team that is not coached well, that is that they not executing plays well, uh, who is a maddening team to watch and to keep track of, and I hate them. <laughs> I love it. Not I... for the reasons that you know would hate another team, not a fandom hate. You know, right. I hate the Eagles. I hate the Giants because there are arch rivals in uh, uh, for the Cowboys. Right. Not in that sense. I hate them because of what they should be. Right. But every year they're not. I follow your logic 100%, and I love your Charger Venom. I absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because of how awful they look and how awful they are that I am picking them to, to be the, the upset pick because it just makes zero sense, so I'm rolling yeah. with it. <laughs> well, that's what I did last week with New England. Yes, exactly, exactly. I same kind yeah. of logic. Same kind of logic. And to be honest, I think I might have picked this as, as well. Uh, I might have thought about this as well. No, 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 no. It would have been the other way around. Never mind, never mind. Okay. Right on. I'm all confused. All right, all good, man. All good. I was confused a second ago, and now we get to get to the game that I was uh, confused and got to too early, which is the Sunday Nighter, Eagles at Cowboys. Go ahead, Craig. All right. Well, we've won 14 in a row. I hate picking Dallas. Um just a weird superstition thing for me is um, it seems like whenever I'm confident, they lose. <laughs> whenever I talk any kind of smack, they lose. And whenever I pick them in a big game, they lose. <laughs> but I have to stand firm on what I said a few weeks ago, that if Philadelphia didn't get it right, and I and they haven't, and uh, and if they lost to San Fran, and Dallas was looking okay, and again, even though they 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 won their game and they didn't look great doing it, I think that was a positive, and I think you actually said that as well. Them playing a close game against Seattle actually might benefit them. Yeah, and uh, they are home, and I know you'll disagree, but I still say they outplayed. They, Philadelphia in the first game, up and down the field. They were the better team. They outgained them. They just lost the game. They lost, The scoreboard didn't reflect what was going on on the field. So I think they're going to win. And again, I just talk shit, so that means they're going to lose. But anyway, <laughs> so if they lose, it is definitely all my fault. Um, I'm going to go 30 to 24, but I'm tempted to go 30 to I'm not gonna 30 to 24 is my score, but I'm 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 really tempted to go like 30 to like 17 or 14. Well, this is a, just this... because of how bad Philly's playing. Philly's not doesn't look right. They don't look right anywhere on offense or defense. Um, is Leonard playing? I don't know. I I don't think they know yet. I'm gonna assume it. Either he's not, or if he does, they'll be limited. Yeah, I was. I would think so. I, it's hard but to imagine. That doesn't mean in the playoffs he won't make a big impact. No, he's got a chance to make a big impact in another week or two, but I don't think this is the week that he uh, takes over a game. Yeah, um, I really was disappointed that the Cowboys didn't get him. Um, but, yeah, so that's where I stand on it. And um, I'm sure you're going to go the other way with, good, you know, with absolute good good reason and good cause and, and I think we both have valid points for our side, and I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Yeah, it's a it's a heck of a game, man. They are. Uh, this is huge for both teams. This could, this this could be the maybe the single biggest game for playoff seeding implications too. Uh, it is huge, um, and I'm going to surprise the hell out of you. I can't pick the Eagles after that loss last week. I'm going Cowboys thirty twenty seven. Whoa! Yep. Whoa. I have picked Eagles every game this season. and You have. I've been right a lot. I've been wrong twice. Yep. <laughs> um, but after well, it's I, funny. The last game in Philadelphia, we both picked Philadelphia. And now in Dallas, we're both picking Dallas. Yeah, in that, in that trip. Um, <laughs> I just can't. I am so annoyed at the way this offense is running right now. I'm not as worried about the defense as some people might be. Um, they've played pretty damn well this year. But uh, – um, 
you know, they had an awful game this week, but that happens from time to time. Uh, yeah. But this offense has been an issue all freaking year. The only time, there, you know, there's one or two exceptions, that Miami game, maybe the game where uh, earlier too where DeAndre Swift ran for 180 yards. But, um, you know. Well, that's the thing. If you remember in the first game I said after that game that I was going to pick Dallas unless Philadelphia just, you know, starts blowing the doors off and looking great again, then I probably would go back and pick Philly. Yeah. For the second game, but that 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 just it just hasn't happened. No, they have not only not looked great even in their wins, but they just got destroyed. So uh, you know, I, I, it's hard, it would be hard for me to pick them this week. Um, and I, I want to, every part of me wants to, but it's just uh, I can't do it. Um, but let's but let's not be let's be honest though. You know, either team winning is not going to be a shock. I mean, no, absolutely, absolutely no, no not, way. absolutely not. No, I wouldn't be stunned either way. Um, I just want to see the Eagles play well. I need to see them start playing well here in these last few weeks before the playoffs. So, um, I I would be stunned if either team blew the other one out. That's the only one. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I I would. I was talking out of my ass. The more I talk about it, think about it more. There's no way Dallas is going to win 30 to 17. I get I get excited sometimes. I love it. I love it. So awesome. I gotta I gotta I gotta walk that back a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's so awesome. This is going to be a close game because they. They really do play a lot of close games. Every every game is pretty close with, between them, and it has been historically too. Yeah, they they do. It's 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 one of the few things you can count on in the NFL. Eagles Cowboys are going to be a good game. Um, and uh, just to reiterate for those who may have missed it on the last pod, um, the fact that if Dallas does win, they're both they'll have they both have three losses. They'll both have lost to a team they shouldn't have. They both would have beat each other, and they both would have lost to San Francisco. That's how close these teams are in terms of overall record overall uh in the league that's astonishing it really is i mean that, that that's that's a heck of that stat of the week provided by craig man good stuff that's really cool and um i think if dallas does win that does knock philly out of the number one seed if san francisco wins yeah absolutely yeah because san fran certainly has a tiebreaker after that butt whooping this past week <laughs> right and what I, I don't know where detroit stands on the tiebreaker I don't either. Uh, I think because if they win, they'll, they'll you know they'll, we'll all all four of us will be tied with three wins. Didn't the Eagles beat Detroit? Or three losses? Three losses. Didn't the Eagles beat Detroit this year? Am I crazy? I don't think. So. Was that last I think, year? I think there are extra game that you got nobody else plays in our division. The seventeenth game, which I hate. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. That's such a random luck of the draw. So random and stupid. It is. Yeah. No, they did uh, not. Dallas has them. So the, 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 if Dallas and Detroit, the loser of that game, that they have no contention for that number one seed. So that's going to be a huge game as well. But that's a couple weeks away. Yeah, that's a big one. And they did not. The Eagles, I made that up. They, that was last year. They played the one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited for it, man. I really, really can't wait. Um, I'm either. Yeah, it's it's so much fun Sunday night too. It's beautiful. I love that. I, it's something to look forward to all day. It means I get to see another game that I wouldn't get to see because makes, the Eagles are on and during the day. So I love that. Makes the makes the song true. Waiting all day for Sunday night. That's right. That's right. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, this is a big yeah. one. I want to see how the Eagles bounce back after a uh, epic butt whooping. So this is a big one. Yep. We in uh, yeah. They probably will play well. I mean, I, I, you know, they they know they know what happened last week, so they're gonna they're gonna be fired up. Dallas is gonna be fired up from the first game, of course. And you know, if you can't get fired up for this game, you don't have a pulse. So yep, yep. Stop watching football if you don't like this game. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, now in a uh, please tell me why the NFL is doing this scheduling moment. Uh, two Monday night games in week 14 that kick off at the exact same time. <laughs> I don't under, I don't get it. What's going on? What the hell is that? And, and why isn't one of these games at either four o'clock or one o'clock on Sunday? I, it, you know, maybe Taylor Swift's tour has taken over one of the stadiums. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it's a very the Rolling Stones. Aren't the Rolling Stones touring stadiums as well? Oh, that could be. Yep. Taylor Swift is but... in one. Uh, the Stones are in the other. Who knows? I don't know. But 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 it's a very odd. And when they used to do these double Monday night games, they would stagger the times. 
You know, they would stagger it. One would be a West Coast game starting at like 10 o'clock Eastern. Exactly. Exactly. And then they're not doing that. This is the second time this year they've done this. So I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it's weird. Um, but regardless, and the of games all that, are not that great. Yeah. And neither of them are awesome. So it's not like you're like, oh, I hope I get to see that one instead of the other one. But uh, yeah. So the first of the mediocre matchups is Packers at Giants. Yeah. Um, Giants also can't score. Um Tommy DeVito isn't good, despite what these uh, Giant fans are all excited about him for. <laughs> and uh, Jordan Love is much better. Green Bay is going to go in there and win 23-15, to 15, and the, uh, the Giants stink. <laughs> I love it. I agree. I echo those sentiments. And I'm taking the Packers in a butt-whooping here. Uh, 30, oh, okay. Yeah, 34-12. to 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that might be wishful thinking on my part, but I, I, I think they're they're that much value. They're playing so well right now. They just beat the freaking Chiefs. So I think they can drop 30 on the on the freaking Giants. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Now, last matchup of the week, Titans at Dolphins. All right. Well, uh, Tennessee's not very good. Agreed. Even though they played a great game last week. Uh, became a little bit more exciting for me uh, in their boring history of what they are and who they are, <laughs> as always the perennial 500 team. Um, Miami is also rolling, though. They're clearly the better team. They're at home. And uh, I think it's going to be another Miami, uh, you know, track meet, 32 to 13. 32 to 13. Like it. Okay. Um, I'm with you. Uh, the Titans played a good game this week, but I, I, I don't. I still don't think highly of them in any way. Um, the this whole season is about whether Will Levis is the guy, and I think he's showing some interesting signs. But I don't think it's enough to hang with a really good Dolphins team. I'm picking them in a another serious butt whooping, thirty eight to sixteen. All right, actually pretty close, 32-13, pretty close. Yeah, a lot of we're on the same page with a lot of our scores this week. So what's the one we got exactly the same? The Pittsburgh thirteen to six. Yep, exactly. Yep. We all right. We gotta we gotta remember that. We gotta keep track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same score. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing the lottery if we get that right. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be rooting for it to happen. Yeah, you and me both, man. You and me both. Um, all right. Well, that's another week down, man. We got it. We did it. It's another fun week. Start- we have a huge. Yeah, we're starting to get down there, man. It's getting getting late. I can't believe it's freaking week fourteen already, man. Can't believe it. Yeah. Yep. Football goes so fast. I love it, and uh, it's just so much fun. And doing this podcast is making it go even faster. <laughs> I know, but it's also making it more fun for me. Hundred percent. Anyway. 100%. Yeah. Still with you. And I cannot wait for the game. Oh, my God, our game. I know, man. I know. You know what yeah. stinks is my new schedule. I can watch I, I can watch at work um, NFL Sunday ticket in any game I want. Oh, wow. Which is great. But the problem is I work on Sunday till 7 p.m. Eastern. The game starts at 8.15. I'm probably going to have to listen to the first part because traffic is ridiculous at that time. Um, even on a Sunday, it's not great. It's it's a little better, but I probably won't get home in time for the for kickoff, which means I'm going to probably watch listen to the first, you know, drive or two on the radio. Ah, that's tough, man. That's tough. I know. Uh, at least it's an option, but man, yeah, that that's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't but, don't 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 speed too much down the highway. <laughs> well, what I might try to do is ask if I can go in and go in a half hour early and leave a half hour early. And then I'll be home in time for the kickoff. Because oh. I'm not going to miss it by much. There you but go. I am probably going to miss the first drive. But anyway. Love it. Another week down. Um, Al, how did the um, how did it go at, at, um, on the podcast there on the, at the ballroom? Oh, man. We had a great show on Friday. That show I was talking about with all the, the, the legends uh, in the, the, the rock and roll band was amazing amazing at one point daryl davis came out from behind the keyboards grabbed uh quentin jones the guitar player put his hands up daryl reached the guitar from behind and played a chuck berry guitar solo <laughs> and then, nice. then went down and sat back at the keyboards and tore up the keyboards too so it was it was fun it was a blast um another thing i want to mention is on our podcast on soul joel tv it is called bring them out 
on YouTube. Uh, we had the, the episode come out this week, um, just today, I mean, with Jimmy Schubert, who's the guy I mentioned last week uh, that was uh, uh, toured with Sam Kennison back in the oh, day. Oh, good, good, good. I'm going to I'm definitely I'm going to watch that. Listen to that tonight, probably. Awesome. I appreciate that, brother. And it's a real good one. Any real fans of comedy out there, man, check this one out, because this guy's an OG legend and he is funny. Um, and yeah, thanks for letting me talk about it, as always. And Sunnybrook Ballroom and Pottstown, PA for music, comedy and a whole lot more. Absolutely. Make sure you guys check it out. Um, all right. So that's going to do it. Another week down. Al, as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Craig. This is so much fun. I love it. Can't wait to talk about our Eagles Cowboys game next week. Oh, cannot wait. Cannot wait. We'll probably send a few texts back and forth before that anyway. Yes. And if you, uh, <laughs> if, if the Cowboys kick my Eagles butt, I will probably not respond. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> And vice versa. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> All right, man. Until next time. Um, if you could, like I said before, I pulled the curtain back a little bit. Just give me those uh, scores so I can write them down because uh, I was driving. But oh, that's about it. You got it, my man. You got it. I'll be in touch for sure with that. All right. Thanks a lot, Al. And I'll be right back with a quick close. There you have it. There's our week 14 preview show. Uh, don't forget to check out on YouTube the uh, Bring Em Out podcast, part of Soul Joel TV that I was just talking about. And, of course, the Perks Recap music reaction channel on YouTube. And if you want to join the podcast, just send me an email at perkspod at gmail.com. We'll figure out a time to get you on talk about anything you want, music, sports, whatever you'd like to talk about. I'm game. Just let me know. Like I said, drop me a line at perkspod at gmail.com. But that's going to do it. Until next time, I will see you later.